0: Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Sherm in the booth. Ooh, ooh. My name is Sherm. You guys are some true Chicagoans for coming out in January. It's snowing outside, it's freezing, and you're at the club at 1 a.m. Boys with the bass, yeah, boys, boys, bass. Who am I talking to right now? You're famous. <laughs> free food, free drinks, music. Girls, let's, let's go. go! Do you like it? Cool. If you don't, goodbye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing the most important part, the the best, yeah.
0: We should throw, like, a crazy, like, bar mitzvah party. This, this is crazy. Send me stems. <laughs> i finished it. Hey, what's up, guys? How is everyone doing?
2: Just wait, you know,
0: it kicks in like three to five seconds afterward. Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? And welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherman the Booth. I'm, of course, your host Sherman. Today is Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. Wow, I just realized it's May and this is episode 205. I am so excited to have the incredibly talented DJ producer duo Win and Woo back on for their second episode. Last time Nick and Austin came on the show was episode 80, and that was in September 2019, and so much has happened for them since then. Such an amazing conversation throughout this one. In episode 205, we got it all in and fully caught up on LA life. Although the boys are originally from Chicago, they are definitely loving Los Angeles. We caught up on some of the exciting collaborations and features they've been working on in person in the City of Angels. LA is truly an amazing place for creators and there are so many artists to work with and inspiration is always on 100. Boys, when is that Kalina Xander's and Animal England track coming out though? One of the main reasons I wanted to have him back on was to talk about their new album called 10 Years. Now, Win and Wu have recently released three singles from this album and it's a true testament to the 10 years of work they put into the project. We ran through the creation and collaboration process on tracks like Knots with Blair Lee, Good Catch with Sad Alex, and Vanilla Sky with Rabel. You can really feel something deep in these compositions, and this album is a massive cornerstone for them. So exciting! Throughout this interview, we'll be talking about the past, present, and future of Win and Wu. Now today, we feel like they are unapologetically themselves. And these guys have had so much success over the years with their music. Official remixes for Katy Perry and Zedd, massive singles like Chicago and Sleepwalking, and collaborations with artists like Autograph. However, their new album has been created differently because they wanted to create a body of work that shows where they are at with their love of music today. They partnered with SoundCloud to have free reign on 10 years and never been more proud and happy with their productions. Amazing to hear that i've been a win and woo fan for years and this interview really hit home for me not only as a fan but also as a fellow creator they continue to grow as artists but also as people and that i have a lot of love and respect for awesome congrats on your new baby and best wishes to you and your family thank you both for making some time to come on sherman the booth now let's get into it right now so you guys can hear their story for yourselves this is episode 205 with win and woo Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, and welcome to a very, 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 very special episode of Sherman the Booth. We've got my boys here. Welcome to the Two-Timers Club with Sherman the Booth, Win and Woo, Nick and Austin. Guys, welcome back.
1: Yeah, What's what's up, man? Happy to be back, dude.
0: Guys, it's been too long. Like I told you, since September 2019, that was episode 80. Crazy. This is episode 205. That's That's insane.
1: You've been crushing it.
0: 205 dude honestly it was moving so fast for so long and when i finally did 200 i was like okay like i gotta smell the roses like there's been a lot going on and i'm just having more fun than i've ever had with it and i figured no better time than to have you guys on because you guys are killing it too and man you know how much i love interviewing chicago artists as well hell yeah Yeah.
1: chicago for life
0: chicago for life now you
1: even if I'm never coming back, it's
0: still- <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was about to say, okay. yeah, Chicago for life, man. But you know, I live in LA. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, don't worry, it's fine.
3: I'll represent it.
0: <laughs> yes, Austin is coming back, man. Dude, first off, congratulations again. You've got a kid on the way. I think by the time this interview comes out, the baby might be out too. So congratulations yeah. twice. Oh
3: yeah, thank you, dude. Appreciate it. Pretty. That's crazy. awesome.
0: You're a shining example of what it's like to have a real life in the music industry. And I feel like to so many people- It's like if you're in dance music or electronic music, it's like you're a DJ. So that means like you tour and party and do drugs and shit. It's like there's so much more to it. And you're great. You guys are both great examples of that. Hell yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but we also do party and do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, like side, yeah. side A and side B. <laughs> Literally. I didn't say that. I didn't yeah. say that. Yeah.
3: I feel like when records have
0: two sides. like <laughs> Yeah, for sure. That's, <laughs> which, which side of when and what are we talking to? A side or B side of that? <laughs> I guess you'll have to find out. Main first. stage or afters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i was thinking about recently guys because i was just like uh searching you guys on youtube and stuff and i came across this random clip from like Bollywood, in uh oh, yeah. I can't that North yeah 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 2017 or something like that, that was a good time yeah i, I was it. at that show and that was the first time i saw you guys perform and i just was taken back to like how awesome of djs you guys are and like going through your soundcloud like we talked about this in the last interview, but like you guys are part of the SoundCloud boom generation. You guys still give back. And I fucking love that shit. Yeah, dude.
1: We're actually, we're partnered with SoundCloud. Like we love working with them. Like they're just, they're awesome. Yeah. That's that's who we're releasing our album with uh, as distro. Uh, But yeah, it's been a great, uh, a great experience. Honestly, Uh, they let us, you know, have a lot of freedom or almost complete freedom. And, and, uh, and it's allowed us to have some cool, creative things, which we're planning a lot more of for the rest of the um, the rest of the album release scheduling. But yeah, it's been great, and you know, songs are streaming good too. So mm-hmm. it just shows show that you don't need to be um, like on a big label to to have, to kind of do well. And I'm I'm thinking that it's a bit better that we did it this way for sure. And with SoundCloud, like,
3: having that mentality and opportunity to do with, like, the OG disruptor of it, like, it's pretty Mm -hmm.
0: sick. Absolutely. And, I mean, SoundCloud to me, everybody I feel like has said, oh, SoundCloud's dying. I don't know who those people are because I feel like the fan base of SoundCloud is so dedicated.
3: Yeah, it's still good. And, like, electronic music, it's probably electronic artists because, like, their music isn't thriving as much. Yeah, Which still does great. Like the Black Caviar remix that we put out has almost a million streams.
0: I saw that. That's crazy.
3: Um, Like, and rightfully so that he crushed it. Like, it's awesome. But like, I know hip hop thrives on there like crazy. Yeah. And like, that's sick. Like, I mean, there's still users on it. It's just, the it's changed and I don't think people all changed with it.
0: Yeah. There's a ton of DJs that use it too. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, SoundCloud mining. You're fucking mining for gems deep under yeah. a thousand plays type edits and originals and there's no better feeling when i find a track that has that instant download button i'm like <laughs> i was i was literally just about to say it like i like you'll show up <laughs> on our profile sometimes we'll have like
3: 60 things reposted because i had to go through like 80 download gates to get to like one
0: <laughs> <laughs> i respect the download gates but sometimes i'm like jesus christ dude yeah like,
3: Like I'm fine with like going through two steps. If I got to go through five, I just don't download it, which is, you know. Yeah,
0: I know. (laughs) That's no diss to artists, but like, please don't make me download or maybe follow Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, like you on Instagram. It's like, hey, bro, move on. Yeah, I'm downloading your track. I'm going to play it. I intend to listen to it like uh, TV. (laughs) Glad we have some fans of SoundCloud here, too. And yeah, that's awesome. I didn't realize that you guys were officially partnered with SoundCloud. That's really cool.
3: Yeah, they're, they've been great. Like we said earlier, like they're just um, super supportive and like giving you the freedom to do whatever, um, like literally whatever, like we throw random ideas and they're like, hell yeah, let's do it. And like, there's never any like fight back or anything. It's great. It's just like, they're open to creating whatever our vision is, which is yeah, awesome. Okay.
1: Anything reasonable, which most stuff we, we come up with is, so it works out.
0: Yeah, it's been awesome. They're really, really great. That's great mad love to soundcloud i'm still a huge -er. soundclouder i think you guys you might have seen i do a lot of work with hood politics now and the soundcloud following for hood politics is like so dedicated man like we do all these free edits and it's just a place where original ideas can live you know it doesn't have to be like an original composition but like you know um max styler who's the fucking man i know you guys know him oh yeah he's talking about how much he loves soundcloud and how great it is just to be able to release a track on soundcloud without having to go through the labels and release dates and all the red tape right like dude i want to make music so i can release it and you know it it happens in the music industry because it's a business but soundcloud is just like it's a fucking sandbox man anybody can play with each other
3: yeah it's exactly it's fun to just like you can also like test stuff out like put it up see how like get some people listening on it yeah i mean like it's a lot less pressure
1: yeah
0: you know what I would like to hear though? I know you guys got some fucking tracks on private from back in the day.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, because <laughs> like before we used like Dropbox or anything, like you would just upload it to SoundCloud. Yeah.
1: Of- we yeah. actually have a Billie Eilish remix.
3: Oh, yeah. We did one with Melv.
1: Yeah, a long time wow. ago. Wow. Didn't come out. They they ended up saying and- that they wanted more of a win to move vibe. But then we kind of met in the middle between us and Melv. And but we thought it was cool and it was definitely slow, mm-hmm. um, like really slow. So maybe that's why um but yeah that was that's that was like right when she started so that's pretty wild like that's crazy uh you, uh, you know got done it better or something yeah we were inexperienced but yeah we, we, so cool. but yeah, so we
3: cool. like the fact that they reached out to us back then right, still up. i think it was ocean Eyes.
1: it's still up up there um was it no it wasn't ocean Ice. it was a different song it was like sky so blue it's like sky so blue i don't fucking know yeah i remember but
3: it, was right <laughs> up, it was like right under her like as she was like about to blow up promotionized, like yeah, it was around the Yeah, second. what
0: year was that? Uh like, twenty sixteen. Sixteen or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. A I just moved to Chicago, I think, like the summer before. Yeah. That's crazy, man. You know, like six years ago is like it, it seems like a long time ago, but it's really not, like in the grand scheme of yeah. things. No,
3: no it, dude. Think about how fast things go. Like well, like we said the last time we talked it was twenty nineteen, but it doesn't guy. feel like that. Yeah.
0: Does not feel like that. Time man. Strange thing. God, we're we're gonna go on our fucking 30-year-old soapbox right now, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Back, back in my day. <laughs> back in my day, you could drop edits on SoundCloud and go on world tours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the days. Those are the days, man. So you guys are out in Los Angeles right now, and um obviously the pandemic and lockdown made it impossible to collaborate in person, but I've seen you guys in the studio so much with our girl Kalina, Annabelle, England. I mean, I feel like you guys have just been on a roll with creativity and and just like feeling it. What's it yeah, been like recently collaborating with people again in person?
1: I feel like we got cooler features and all that stuff um, during the pandemic than we did ever before. Yeah, uh, we had an fo- album to focus on, but um, you know, some of the some of them were in person. Um, I would say it's. It's a good mix
3: of like probably like
1: thirty percent, uh, or like like seventy percent in person sessions, and then thirty percent, um, like top lines that we got sent or something like that. Right. Um. Or maybe even maybe even less top lines. There's only a couple top lines. But, um, yeah, we we wrote most of it out in the desert, um, in 2020 in Joshua Tree, where we had like a couple ideas um that we like weren't unfinished unfinished ideas that we brought out there we mm-hmm. stayed out there for like four or five days and then just kind of like took those ideas and made some new ones and like made them all like a cohesive kind of vibe mm-hmm. and then afterwards we added you know a few more tracks into the mix but
3: yeah it yeah. started out with the intention of being an ep mm-hmm. And then just like kind of snowballed and we were just like, okay, let let's do a whole album. Like
2: have wow. text, right? yeah, we have enough
3: songs. Like yeah, it all makes sense together. They're all in the same vibes. like 80% of them were written out there, so like it just felt right.
0: What an interesting time to be making music, right? Like you guys had been always making music with the intention to play it out live. Did you feel like creatively you were thinking about things differently? Definitely,
1: yeah. I mean, when we uh, were writing the album, we were, I guess, we were kind of thinking about playing it out live, but um, yeah, eventually, we definitely more about just like getting back to like making stuff that we really love to listen to, yeah, rather than like thinking about the live aspects. I think sometimes for us, particularly, like when we think about the live aspect of things, that's where you know we get a little like it gets a little tough on the creativity because we want to make high energy stuff Mm -hmm. um that like because we play a lot of high energy stuff too yeah uh, but we just got to be careful because you know we we also like to make a lot of like kind of vibey stuff um that you know that and that tends to like do well on uh streaming services and stuff like that so uh, we kind of have to balance those thoughts and not always think about Mm -hmm. the live aspects you know
0: yeah for sure not like what's gonna do well and i i think because maybe you forgot about those those strings or like i said the red tape earlier you ended up tiptoeing this line of things that will do really well live and things that will do really well on streaming yeah. platforms right yeah. So it's-
3: yeah we definitely went through a period where we we're like figuring out like we went one far like one direction the other way one the other way we like we didn't really know what we were like in that process we lost like what we were doing
1: yeah, yeah. it's really cool though like vanilla sky you know it's chiller song but we played it every night on the last little tour run we did and it felt great to do it oh you know? man
0: that's awesome
1: and obviously it's probably one of those songs you do um at specific shows or like kind of like at venue shows and maybe not like in a club
3: yeah i don't think i would like go to like you know prism and drop vanilla sky at Twin. <laughs> yeah. but you know probably not <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean like it has yeah. its, it has its time and place and like i think with the album we were really trying to focus on uh like what like what brought when we to where it was and getting back to that in a way yeah, yeah. Like, we had we had taken so much time to explore like all the things we wanted to do creatively but then like it was like all right how do we like tie that back into like but not only what our fans expect but like what we always end up doing anyways like
2: mm-hmm.
3: we'll be in the studio like with the intention of making like just a straight up banger and then like, yeah, so right. about, like this melodic beautiful thing and we're like all right, right this is what we do <laughs> For sure.
1: I would say the album is definitely, it has a couple of tracks that, you know, definitely could be played in the clubs, but it's definitely geared like away from that. And then we've already been working on the next thing.
0: So yeah, the next project will be
1: definitely more geared towards clubs and festivals. So
0: that's awesome. And I I feel like, you know, I I don't want to say, you know, lockdown and the pandemic was a blessing in disguise because it certainly was not for so many people. But um, it was a forced reset for a lot of artists in the creative industry. You, know, yeah. you guys were touring Electric Forest, Lollapalooza, like everywhere, right? I, I I have to imagine that you were just like, all right, we need another song. You know, like, let's yeah. get in the studio. This is our allotted time slot. Okay, we're going to this town. Let's try and collaborate with someone here. All right, we're on the plane. We got to make a song, right? da, 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 da it wasn't like that in the beginning you know why you became Win and woo you started yeah. off by saying hey we love making music together and and that's what matters to us right now and it seems like that's where you guys are at now
3: right yeah that's definitely what we got back to because like i mean like you just said like we, we i remember literally finishing a single on the back of the tour bus <laughs> because like it was like we had to do it then right do right it out and like it like the song does great or whatever but like it wasn't like a like looking back we're not like it's not like it's like that's our song like you know I wouldn't it's not the first one I pull out of the hat to show somebody for like to represent us you know what I mean yeah Yeah.
1: I would say there's there's like probably like one or two years like before before the pandemic where I would say that probably wasn't like our best work time like there were some good records in there but there was also like some stuff that I look back and I'm like okay like you know, what were we thinking or why, why did we, how did this happen? But that's okay. You know, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I think now like everything that we're putting out, like we're both really pumped on and like confident. in. so that feels a lot better, you know? And I feel like there's that during that time, like 2018, 2019, there was just some records that we liked or, but we were getting like a lot of like direction from other people and like the label that we were with and stuff like that. So it wasn't like our, vision in yeah. outright it was like yeah i kind have of this twisted, mixed bag this twisted bag sure. of things that um just doesn't feel as good that as as the stuff that we've been doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know yeah man can, there's like it definitely shows
0: a lot of depth there guys and and i can i can honestly tell you i mean i said it before we went live but like i can feel that in this new music You know, like, and that's, and that's not to say that, you know, like I I was going to ask you about your massive remixes, right? Like your Katy Perry, your Rabel and Kesha, you know, the Zed remix, right? Like those are amazing tracks, right? But like they're remixes and you guys are fucking amazing at remixes, right? But I imagine that's where the direction from labels and artists came from. This album is win and woo unapologetically you without anybody saying, here's what you should do. Here's what will stream. Well, here's what we'll do well in the club. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that so much, guys.
1: Yeah, that's just been the first time in a while where I think we've had that control and it feels really good. Yeah, all, you know, like, all slowly, the songs are slowly feel that taking way. more of that control back in general. And that's how we started. So um just kind of you know, just letting making sure that the stuff we do moving forward is our our direction and not anybody else's. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah Woo! <laughs> yeah fuck yeah guys that's what i'm talking about we're clipping that shit because that was fucking raw Hell yeah. <laughs> i love that man that's awesome and you know like fucking a i said episode 80 is when i talked to you guys two, episode 205 is where we're at now and in one way or another that comes up in so many different ways for artists you know it's like you start off as a true artist no one believes you except yourself you make your music and you don't know what's going to happen you catch steam you fucking go straight to the mountaintop and then you either plateau and that feels like you're slowing down or you go down and you definitely feel like it right and you can never forget your why never ever forget why you got into it and for producers like you guys it's for the love of the music like i said unapologetically win and woo and um i know statements like that like you guys just said is really going to resonate with a lot of up-and-comers out there because yeah i mean for a long journey yeah. yeah it is it's crazy yeah it's over 10
1: years now. The album's called 10 Years because when we were writing it, that would have been 10 years from when we met and started DJing. So
0: woo, I got chills.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's
3: long
0: ass time. 10 years, guys. Yep. Yeah. When did you guys first meet again? It's like 2010 in college. Yeah, the end Colorado of 2010. State.
1: Yeah. And then when we started in 2014. So it was like four years of DJing and making really bad music.
0: <laughs> man if you could go back to your 2010 selves right now do you think that they would believe you're at where you're at right now
1: no i don't no. I, mean, I i think that i still think it's crazy that that either one of us live in, in california and don't have any other jobs that are yeah. you know right. so that's, that stuff is crazy so i'm, blessed, I'm always blessed uh, i mean we'll ultimately get to do crazy awesome stuff all the time and um you know are don't really have to wake up and do nine to five which nothing against that yeah you know, i get but it it is nice um obviously it can be tough at times but it's worth it most of the time
0: <laughs> for sure what was that adjustment like for you guys initially because i'm still hustling the fucking day job right now and you know i have yeah hoop dreams of being an artist but there's something to be said about both sides of it right yeah i mean i
1: was bartending for like, while I was DJing for a long time, and mm-hmm. I think we had like a bunch of odd jobs in between and stuff, but it was overall just better at saving money than me. So, <laughs> that's kind of why I needed the extra extra job. Um, but yeah, I mean, we always- never,
3: we never really had to transition like out of like a nine to five, like more corporate situation because we never really had one. Yeah, we never because we, we started at the end of college essentially, and by the time we got going, like. Yeah. the dj scene was thriving so like we were able to support ourselves off doing that mm-hmm.
1: um playing at the mid you know yeah like literally like we were at the mid like oh,
3: every yeah. day friday and, and then like else, all the random bars around college, chicago like
1: college shit you know yeah, yeah it, college it, shows. it stacked up enough to yeah really buy and rent was way cheaper out there yeah. <laughs> oh yeah did you guys live together no for a while oh yeah i guess we did yeah yeah good. we lived <laughs> was that long. Was like maybe our maybe buddy,
3: there. our buddy uh Justin Watmo had a house in Chicago that Nick moved into when he graduated, and then I, when I graduated, I moved into. It was like he was just like a, a halfway house for DJs, pretty much. Hell <laughs> yeah, Watmo. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, and he let us live there for a while, and then yeah, we just kind of kept growing and growing and doing it, doing it in Chicago
0: damn boys you know i'm missing the mid a lot these days i gotta tell you dude i was just like i was like i think I was on instagram
1: pretty cool club though i like prism prism dope. very similar
0: vibes
3: like i get the same i get the same vibes from for the most part yeah it doesn't have the century room which you know that was like the real bread and butter of the mid that's where dreams are made yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but i mean no it's it's equally as good i feel like but yeah i was i missed just like the chicago club culture a little bit in general i was just for sure uh, reflecting back on that like
1: definitely every
3: night of the week you could go out and find one of your homies throwing a party
1: i don't think my liver misses it
3: yeah true oh dude i go drink differently
1: yeah
0: Yeah, don't i know it? have you guys heard of electric hotel
1: yeah Yeah. i've been there actually the last time i in the summer i went and i and i uh rveal uh yeah and i was definitely drinking most of the day and i was like let me play a couple songs and i i uh I think I just read the, the vibe wrong like one or two and I was like all right I need to get it I'm done and I was wasted though so I mean it's my it's my bad you know
0: bro that that place I love it I played like a 10 inch twelve thirty 30 slot there and like I was like all right cool like you know I don't have to drink that much you know people will come yeah. after I'm done I can I can escape like yeah. the way that it's set up is like you're a DJ and then like there's tables behind you with a bar and dude, a fucking formal came and it was popping. And I was like, Oh shit. All right. This is dope. And then a lot of people came and then these college kids were buying me shots. And I'm like, Oh no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> I'm like, can I please have a bottle of water? They give me a little <laughs> fucking Fiji thing like this big. I'm like, I'm so fucked. Like I already knew I was fucked. And then you, and then you're done DJing and you go back and there's like this bar area. And I felt like I was in like a pig pen. I was like, dude, I'm so fucked. Like everywhere I turn is a tequila shot or a white claw or beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's Chicago club culture, you know, like it's it's not necessarily like blacking out, but it's just so social, you know, And it's so like, hey, man, let me get you a drink. Hey, man, like it's good. like that's where we talk and hang out.
1: Yep. so fun that doesn't exist here yeah that doesn't exist out here it's kind of sad. really
3: yeah it's different yeah. it's very different like yeah
1: uh, it, it, like there's like different like bars and stuff you can have to more more house parties i think than than anything um yeah it's cool i i don't mind it either but um yeah it's completely different it, it was it's cool to yeah. have one and i I, did, I just was like on my way to a wedding and i think um minnesota somewhere Mm -hmm. and i I had one day that was like okay i'm gonna go and get a hotel and just stay in chicago yeah and then hood up all my old friends and go out for a night so it was a really good time
0: yeah chicago club culture is you get texts from people at 3 30 you still at electric you still at prism yeah Yeah. i am but i might not respond (laughs) (laughs) I am. That's why I'm not
3: texting
2: you back.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking hey, you guys, I know you guys know Isaiah. He was like, You guys still at electric a at at 3:30 in the morning. I was like, I'm not staying. Isaiah's coming. I'm fucking out of here, bro. Like, <laughs> oh man. Well, Chicago Club Culture misses you guys. You guys, I'm I'm hearing your music all the time. I told Kalina this, who was definitely one of the best guests of all time. She's certified one of the best yeah. human beings on earth. Oh, yeah. And, she um, I play right in front of me so often i mean at least 70 80% of my sets cuz it's just very oh, yeah. versatile you know and um i really mean it guys a lot of people know the song they come up say i love win and woo they sing the words other dj's definitely know the song so you guys are still very much alive and in the cool. club culture here that's cool. awesome it's
1: good to hear for sure
0: yeah. yeah absolutely which is why i'm dying to hear this collaboration with kalina Oh
1: we got a couple different things yeah we have
0: several with her now
1: we just put one out that we worked on with for her
3: oh yeah we produced one for her yeah,
1: it's called uh, resurrected
0: oh right 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 she told me that guys yep. love that track
1: got yeah. kind of a crazy acid house shit yeah Nick yeah
0: came in acid house and it just turned into the like a pretty cool single <laughs> yeah she's so dope that's like i mean I i wanted to ask more about the la scene because i feel like that's one of the major reasons you moved there, right? To collaborate with all these other artists that are trying to make it too. I mean, it's the sure. hub, especially dance music.
1: Yeah, yeah, everything, every style. Yeah,
0: all music really. And yeah, like, That's
3: why I like it. There's just like uh, I always explain it to people. That the easiest is just like the organic opportunity out here is more than any other city you can go to. Where like yeah. you'll run into people. You'll you know meet people through other people that like you just can't do if you're not out here. I
1: think that's what's so crazy about Coachella—just the last two weekends—that you just, I mean, the whole industry is there.
0: Yeah, the whole I guess, entertainment I industry. That's what yeah, I'm saying.
3: For like A-listers all the way down, not
1: like, even yeah, just, dude,
0: just like EDM like, stars and, and, and or anything. You, it's and like when
1: you see, like, when you go to some uh festivals, you'll see some of the people that you always kind of see here and there. Right. But I mean, I, I could, I, you could, you would see. I mean, there's people I knew were there. I didn't even try to see anyone because. You're just gonna see people left and right anyway, because wow. you know, like every most of the people that do anything are there. You know, it's crazy. I've never been for the first time, so
0: good experience.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Cool. I really want to go. It seems just like I don't it's know, a like a just a true music and arts festival. Yeah, really big.
1: Can it can be if you if you don't stay close enough? It's kind of kind of crazy like one weekend we stayed like 40 minutes away
0: oh shit
1: like really tough the next weekend, like, <laughs> 30 minute walk that was way better yeah
0: yeah the third i can do after the festival i can probably i feel like i could walk across the fucking earth but yeah like, walk, you, you gotta deal walk. with Once your it. legs
3: are dead like you can't feel them anyway. so like you're just like yeah let's get yeah, out we're <laughs> good
0: i'm numb i'm numb but if you yeah. got to deal with getting in the uber and one person's too fucked up and you know, an our traffic tarp. i'm just like <laughs> i can't do this yeah, yeah. That's why I love Lollapalooza because it's a festival in my backyard. Yeah. You just literally walk out your door and you're like, I'm guys, I, last time I talked to you, I was near the, uh, the, the, the Sears tower as we call mm-hmm. it. And now I'm near the Chicago theater. Uh, nice. I got to get out of the loop soon though, boys, this shit's getting to me, but <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still love downtown. Cause like as an Indiana boy, just yeah. looking out and seeing the lake and yeah. uh, all the skyscrapers and everything. I'm just like, mm. that's when, you know, I'm like, all right. Yeah, Chicago's fucking awesome. I do miss that's that why trip. I'm moving back to the city and not the suburbs when I come home. You're moving to the city. Okay, there we yeah. go. West yeah. Loop. You're a West Loop guy. Uh honestly, yeah, like West Town probably. Yeah, West Town.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: West like, Town I heard is that, awesome.
3: I heard it's pretty sick right now. It's like growing and getting bigger and like a little Dude, nicer, a little less sketchy. It's not sketchy at all anymore. I
0: mean, anywhere's
3: sketchy when it comes well, down of to course. It. But I mean that's... I can walk out my front door and see some sketchy shit in LA, so it's the same. <laughs> It's the same everywhere. It doesn't matter where you're at. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, like <laughs> it is what it is. Just live your life. Like, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think of like Westtown area
0: is where, where I'm looking. Coming back, dude. Residency at Electric Hotel, open format. Done. Yo, sets. I would definitely <laughs> play some three-hour sets again. Like, I'm let's just... go, bro. Let me. I'll book you at Soundbar. Let's get you back.
3: Let's do it, dude. I'm. I'll do. We'll do a housewarming party. <laughs>
0: Sick. Let's go. Fuck yeah, guys. Oh, man, that's exciting. That's exciting. Okay, so uh-huh. L.A. LA is incredible. That's what I'm hearing. It is. I love it out here. Yeah. I know. I got to get out there. I love San Diego. I, I do uh, a lot of stuff out there, but uh, my fiance, Maya, she's never been to L.A., and I've been there so many times, so I'm definitely going to come out there probably when it's cold in Chicago just because yeah. you know, we got to we gotta make it fucking work when it's summer yeah. here. Yeah. San Diego is one of my favorite places in
3: the country though yeah, like as fair. far as cities go like if they had a music industry like they did up here I would, yeah i'd pick that over this city any day
0: yeah but then it wouldn't be san diego that's like the thing you know yeah san diego is amazing yeah san diego is amazing i i love there's a lot of cross-pollination though which is really cool like i feel like it's almost one big city like people in san diego know people in la and vice versa and i think that's, that's yeah awesome.
3: i mean dude you can get back and forth like no traffic like in 90 minutes like not that bad what time you gotta leave 2 a.m sometimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> no last time i went down there with megan we got there in just over an hour and a half but Let's we left go it, we left like 11 p.m i don't know it's, it's
0: possible. possible
3: yeah i mean you know drive 85 or whatever yeah. 90
0: yeah obviously yeah there's uh, there's a yeah. the midwesterner in you. yeah that's what yeah. i like here. there's eight lanes you got plenty <laughs> of them eight lanes god damn it's the yeah. autobahn <laughs> it's huge yeah <laughs> holy shit okay okay back to the music back to the music yeah 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 um okay so like i said i mentioned uh some of these amazing remixes guys the Katy perry harleys in hawaii since i was young rabel and kesha all right let's check out this masterpiece together this one's called since i was young in the win and woo remix by rabel and kesha
2: since i was young always tried
0: first introduction to rabel or like how did you guys actually first yeah, that's,
1: that's actually how we were like uh he was like hey you want to do this remix and we kind of both agreed to uh, do like a little trade we're like yeah like we would also love to work with you so we'll do the nice. remix, you would, you would like to do like a song with us and he was super down and we got on a phone call and um you know talked during the pandemic because he's he's really he's a really awesome guy
2: yeah and, where's he from
1: um I forgot where he's exactly where he's from. He's American he's from. though, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
3: I can't remember exactly where he's from.
1: I want to say he's from California, but I don't. I, can, I don't. Quote yeah, don't quote us. Don't, don't quote
3: us on that. Don't <laughs> <All laughs> right, worry. Don't worry. But uh.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he he wanted to talk to us and and like make sure we were good people before he agreed to like do that, which I thought was awesome. Which he, I think is you cool. You hit it off. Yeah. It,
3: it was it was one of those things too where like he was panda. It was like pandemic. He's like it just gave me time to reflect. that, like. I only want to work with people that i like to work like i could yeah, go have a cup right. of coffee with like right. that i oh just, like, awesome right whatever so like it was really cool that like we got yeah. to meet on those terms and then like get and to it, work together Like came that. together
1: super naturally like you know we had the, the demo and then uh it was really like one one kind of crack at it and by that time uh we were everyone was just like okay yeah this is this is this yeah i think we
3: it did it. like a few hours in a session on yeah. it and joshua tree and it was just like sent it to him and he this is had it.
1: a few notes and bouncing back and yeah, that, that was a demo, at least, and obviously
0: we mixed it and stuff. but yeah, yeah, um,
1: but yeah, it came together super organically, you
0: know, oh, man. and that that is one of the amazing things that I think has happened to the music community is collaboration without boundaries, across genres, across artists of all levels, right? Like we know that there's talent on every level. It's just a matter of like the connections and how well you've marketed yourself. and yeah, exactly. for those that don't know, like Rabel is, So incredibly talented. I mean, he wrote 10 feet tall, right? Like he is. Yeah, he is amazing. And, you know, you got I mean, you guys aren't massive, but you're fucking talented. And he saw that and knew that and met you. And I just think that is what's so special about the music industry right now.
3: Yeah, Yeah, no, I I, that's what I mean. Like, it was like him being a true artist, us being fans of him. Yeah. And then, like, getting that like connection with him, like, on a personal level to do that and get that like
0: organically happening. It's just like such a cool thing. Mm -hmm. Damn. Woo. I love that story. And I mean, shit, Vanilla Sky Guys is like thank you a ma- it's a masterpiece it that's really one hits. of our favorites we've done in a while like it, that's yeah. just
3: very like we said like very much win and woo like
1: yes by the book one that we've yeah like after, if you were if like to like had describe to, our, we had our to pick one <laughs> i guess knots too but uh, yeah but, we, but both of those are like soup i mean i guess they're all they all kind of are right now but I mean, yeah i'm really excited for, for you guys to hear the next one now the next one's called actually i we're, we're, we just we're, changed the title of it yeah are we gonna call it mate was it maybe or uh a walk away walk we're away Deciding right
0: now walk yeah. Away. Well, <laughs> I think
1: we, yeah it's gonna because we, yeah, we were gonna call it ask at first but now it's gonna be called walk away so i just had to remember what we changed it to yeah um, and that was the 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 artist named uh saint Center. she's really dope she's been on some tyco tracks if you listen yes
0: to- yes yes wow
1: fuck um, yeah guys she's she's like mega talented you know um, same situation and yeah. like
3: we're we've been fans of hers for a long time too so yeah like, it's just like a, and this song happened super organically too. It's just like,
1: yeah, just so kind of come up with some cool things we could do.
3: Yeah, we're making that. some cool art for it, and just kind of like, yeah, she's such a cool artist, has a cool artistic direction that like we're working with her on that to like mm-hmm. meld it into our album and like kind of I don't know, it's gonna be cool and super unique.
0: Woo! When's that coming
3: out? Soon. That'll be the next single. End of May. Yeah, end of May is the tentative date. Yeah. Um Obviously, if Just you're in the music all industry, in. you know things don't always go quickly.
0: <laughs> My avid listeners have heard it many times. Absolutely, yeah, yeah it's nothing the, new. So. The don't timeline and agenda, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, it's frustrating. Uh, um, amazing guys, albums ten, called Ten Years, which is once again, I think that really wraps it in one perfect bow to me. Like your guys' story, and you have three tracks out right now: uh, yep. Knots, Good Catch, and Vanilla Sky, all paired with original singers and you know i want to ask this is your first album and i had a great conversation with michael from autograph about this because they just released their first album after you know putting out eps singles remixes what was the reason you guys decided to do an album rather than just putting it out in single single form
1: yeah i mean we've been doing singles forever and obviously the next step for most people is ep but right. at the time when we wrote it we it felt like an album we didn't feel like any of the tracks needed to be cut so it's 10 mm-hmm. songs and it's like you can't really call that an EP and the, just what it represents like it does that it, we do feel like it represents our journey and like our sound like perfectly so there's no reason that we needed to like be like oh we need to put out an EP first like it just is an album and it does like yeah. uh, everything that we've needed to be it checks all the boxes of what an album is so um that's why we kind of skipped the EP step and but we did know we wanted to start doing bodies of work because we've Mm -hmm. never been on that cycle. And I think it's really hard to focus your creativity and your direction for however long, if you don't kind of have those, those, those things, those projects to work on, Mm -hmm. um, doing the single game thing, it could just, it just gets, it gets like endless and grinding and. Yeah. Like before making, finishing
0: the song on the back of the tour bus yeah exactly yeah, it's just, just it's
3: and not... we like i said we've done not quite 10 years of it as, as far as like win and Woo goes but yeah um like you know doing essentially one song at a time for 10 years straight so, i guess
1: it was like six six years like five six years 2014 singles. is when we started win and Woo, so yeah
3: so just like singles from 2014 until this yeah. album
0: <laughs> that's running a fucking business right there right
3: yeah that's crazy it's crazy yeah so like it's it was fun as an artist too to like focus on like one project yeah and make it kind of all like sound like itself and yeah you know use use like recycle sounds and not feel guilty for it or like mm-hmm. something like that because like you know like we have like guitar in almost every song we have like just things that like we would normally do but like like oh we did on the last song we should maybe like push go, that up if i like, go
1: back i yeah like, like if i could go back and change something about what we've done like i would have done EPs and like bodies of work way sooner mm. and I recommend like any up and coming artists to like think about that sooner especially in today's climate people are ready for that now yeah um, they maybe weren't so much that a couple years ago but I still think like if we would have done that it just would have been a little bit easier for like a larger crowd of people to like latch onto what we were doing mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's kind of difficult when you're like putting this thing out that thing out and it maybe you know doesn't all communicate to people in the same way and the kid gets yeah confused, you know
0: absolutely for sure there there's so much meaning in, in what you guys are putting together here because like it's a true true art you know like I mean, yeah you can you can say what you want about earlier Win and woo and, and the business aspect of things it still was you guys right like in the yeah. studio, but totally. now what you guys are releasing i mean i i hear it i feel it like the sound design the layers the originality like the knots guys like when you release this with the performance video i was like yeah this is this is them like yeah like, right this is yeah. true art you know and i've always looked up to you guys as as that and i know you guys are great djs and, and businessmen too but like I, you know, I, I've always known how truly talented you are. And when I, I saw can't. Knots, the video and the song with Blair Lee, like you can just tell this is Win and Wu. All right, let's check out this one together. This one's called Knots by Win and Wu featuring Blair Lee. You get
2: the best of, You get the best of, me. You, get the best of, you get the best of,
1: Appreciate
0: that i awesome I'm glad, I'm glad you recognized it and i our- do i do absolutely because i come to you guys not just as like you know a fellow artist but as a fan of Win and woo and and um i saw that i felt it and i feel like everybody else did too and it's just it's it's a song it's a story you know it's like it's on a track you know yeah thank yeah. you yeah. yeah what what was it like to actually make that video because it was so was, dope was it was crazy
1: cool. Our our uh our manager Matt, um, he like we told him that, kind of what we wanted to do, and we knew we wanted to have a dance aspect. Um, and mm-hmm. then he had a friend that had an art installation kind of already set up with similar, you know, things with the projectors and that. And they're about to take it down, but we were able to like sneak in there and use oh, it. Oh shit! And, uh, so you know, and my buddy uh, helped us with source the dancer who was perfect. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we like, you know, that when we made the album, um, super inspired by, uh, like analog synths. So I wanted to pull out my synth. I uh, used to make, we used to make a lot of the album.
0: With. You guys were looking like fucking Rufus soul and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's go. Like, yeah. is this what they they like were on The tour? inspiration would be
3: a lie. So like, yeah. I mean, that was the goal. Like they're, you know, their goals for sure. <laughs>
0: they're the goats.
3: But uh yeah, no, it was, it was just crazy because that, that video happened so quick. We like we had the concept on to a video treatment that Nick made, and then literally within 48 hours, we shot and filmed all of it. Yeah. Because this Holy guy had this guy, the art, the artist, his name's Nate Muller. He had this huge like those silks that are hanging. He had that installation installed and he was moving it to like a festival or something like Shamble or I don't even know. Yeah, and he was like, "I'm taking it down in two days," and we're like, "Uh, okay. <laughs> this is exactly what we're looking for." And yeah. he was like, "Yeah, let's do it," but we have to do it now. And we're like, "All right, fuck like, it, let's do it." Like Make we literally it. like called SoundCloud, we're like, "Can we spend the money?" Yeah. They're like, "Yep." And then we
1: had Yoder Yoder edited it. So yeah, it was Chris that's... Yoder. Oh, yeah, he edited yeah. it. So that
0: explains a lot. i I might not have looked at the fine print. I was gonna say the editing, the directing, like yeah. yeah.
3: Our, our creative director at the time, Derek Rickert, he um, shot with Nate, the artist, actually, and then and directed it. And then Yoder edited it. Yeah, it
1: was great. And it's yeah, really great.
3: Just a perfect storm of good
0: people helping out
1: and good to things working and out, out like off, that. For sure.
0: It's amazing. Did, was that song always going to be the first one you guys released from the album? No, um, actually.
1: Th- yeah, things flo- flo- floated around quite a bit. And, yeah. Uh, it just kind of ended up being like, we were ready to go and like just getting like dates from other artists and things at work. It being one of our favorites. Um, we we wanted it to be a single. So it just kind of felt right. And we just, we just ran with it. It's amazing
0: guys. That's so true. Perfect storm of talent right there. Whenever, I mean, the timing of that is crazy. We got two days (laughs) to get this down yoder's got time you guys got time your creative director has time the fucking dancer like damn we showed our
3: manager like a youtube video of another music video that like we're like we kind of want to do something similar like this he's like i have a friend he's in la (laughs) (laughs) and like we're like holy shit let's let's do it and then it just had literally 48 hours from treatment to
0: final shot yeah i think we can all agree that it does not happen every time let alone
2: every
0: day no it was crazy but awesome it was super fun amazing guys It's just full package with that song. So dope. I love it. And, uh, you know, you guys talking about how some of these tracks would do well at a festival or a club. Good catch to me. This song has it all, guys. It is impossible not to love this song. It's called Good Catch by Win and Wu, featuring Sad Alex.
2: Swear I would watch the Lakers game, even though I don't know basketball from the game we're playing. Yeah, I'm not overcomplicated. To spin a web with the words you're saying.
0: Sad, Alex. I read the story and I love, you know, I love how you guys put a little something on the SoundCloud bio. You make my job a little bit easier with this shit. (laughs) (laughs) But like tracks like these, in in my opinion, are like what take you on world tours. Like you guys were really in tune on this one. And I saw you met Alex for a drink and old fashioned, no less. So great, great introduction. Right before the pandemic, the relationship was strong enough to stay in touch. And then when things were getting a little safer, you made it in one session. Yep. Yep.
3: She came in to a session. It was the first time we had worked on music together. And she's like Damn. She's an incredibly talented writer. I don't yeah. know if you follow her on TikTok or anything, but like mm-hmm. that she kind of just like makes TikTok videos of songs she wrote like in the moment or that day. Yeah. And it's she's, she's insanely fast. talented. Very fast. Yeah. So Quick. um she definitely took the brunt of that. And then the instrumental just like kind of came together really organically and quickly, and all of us were like. This is great.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one of the ones that we added, like after the initial writing session. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the next song you'll hear, um, and then we have like the, yeah the next single after that too. But the rest of it, like the rest of the body of it, was all made um, at the same time, which was cool.
0: Dude, it's so sick, and uh, I listened to the new Win We Repeat" today, and I think I think you guys made a mashup of the Black Caviar remix though, like of the original. Mm-hmm. And then that drop. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Fucking God damn. This song's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, Thank you, dude. It's so good. Like, I mean, it gets stuck in your head. And it's one of those songs. that's like, I can easily understand her lyrics, right? Like the composition is so great. Like the mix and master on the song is like fucking top notch Hans Zimmer shit, dude. And Thanks. the lyrics, I'm just like. I know I'm a good cat. I got I got bad habits. I'm like, yeah, I do. Right, for sure. <laughs> like we all do. Like it's just like it's so relatable, and I feel like that's what why I meant it would take you on world tours because like there's a global understanding on the message of this song.
3: Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. It's like it's the perfect combo of like what we like to do in dance and pop. To where pop it's pop forward lyrics, but dance oriented track, and it's just it's
0: good, really good. Amazing. It's a great body of work guys Thank you. what it's worth i'm fucking proud of you because goddamn, damn it's good i love she it, it. Pretty Thank you yeah. excited um so again you talked about vanilla sky already i know you guys are gonna love this one it's called vanilla sky by win and woo featuring rabel oh what a side.
2: vanilla sky above your head i see the light don't say you're leaving that's a
0: I think again, this is a true piece of art. Um, and it's just so cool, like the the track itself. And this is the one where I really listened to it and I was like, I listened to it once, and then I listened to it again, and then I digested it, then I really had lunch and digested that, and then I listened to it again, and I was like, Holy shit, like this is like not something I've ever heard before, especially from you guys, or let alone in the dance music industry. Cause I don't it's genreless almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How <laughs> do you guys make genreless music like is that just you like yeah, that, was just, that was just like that was kind of like almost like a
1: blackout session during the
0: <laughs> okay there that you know, makes not sense not, not a, a literal blackout not but like alcohol, right? <laughs> yeah like, not from
1: alcohol right i got you <laughs> halfway through like a week of writing music and it just kind of like pops out and like that was cool And you listen back to it and you're like all right, I really like that, and yeah, you, you don't like you don't you just don't destroy it. That that's the hardest. Yeah, part. Yeah, we didn't we didn't th- we didn't yeah, change
3: just, almost anything after right. we got home, and like went and yeah. revisited it, it like
1: was, you know, little things, but you just make you know, we made it in the moment, made it made it feel right, and didn't like add too much. You know, the, the song was already that one. You know, was already written before we got it, and it was already a good song. So yeah, we just kind of like added our flair to it, and like didn't overdo it. Um, because usually that's when you like, you know, really destroy things or it's not like, it, or the, especially the other artists is like, Oh, I don't like that. Cause you, you change, you don't need to change the whole song. You just need to make it better. And if you're going to make it better, like it doesn't always need to be like this over the top thing. So yeah, you yeah, can yeah. in
3: fact do too much. Yeah. You can,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes, you this can. a
3: thing in music you can do to actually most of the time you can do too much. Yeah. You know a lot of the simpler things end up being the best things.
0: Gosh, less is more, right? Facts. God. That's a hard lesson to learn. And how many, it's how many are in that song? Like, do you do you remember? I mean, if you were to mostly, if you were to
3: ter- put the drums like on a normal like on like one group like an yeah. actual group and not like we, for the mixing purposes we do yeah. individual like it's under like twenty five. Yeah, because there's
1: like drums. I think it's guitar, like twenty twenty three tracks total. Drums, guitar, bass uh vocals vocal shop thing right that's it and then like the individual
3: random fx and yeah yeah
1: there isn't that many i'll probably yeah i mean if
3: i grouped it you could get it i think i grouped it before we sent it off to get mastered and i think it was like eight tracks
0: 10 years later you finally learn less is more sort of (laughs) (laughs) it comes and goes it does come absolutely (laughs) absolutely oh my gosh guys i it's it's just awesome to see you guys really loving what you're doing like all these years later. Right. Yep. And I mean, seemingly loving it the most you've ever loved it, at least the creative process. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The making feels, music
3: part is the most fun part for me right now.
1: It feels close closest to um, just like real, I guess that, or like uh, I, don't know, I can't, I'm like missing the word, but it's like authentic. There you go. Yeah. That's what i for. It feels the it's most authentic true. that it has and, uh probably since we started so like
0: that's cool have you guys had times where you're more excited about djing than the actual production aspects oh, yeah okay. definitely yeah. it comes and goes in waves sure um
1: yeah i wouldn't say that i mean obviously there was a time last year where we started just playing shows again and that was like that was the best super exciting <laughs> <laughs> of course absolutely yeah. i feel we're I mean, not really focused on on shows at all because or, you know, we just want to get the album out, start writing for the next stuff, and then, you know, he has the baby coming, so it's just not a good time to, like, load the schedule up with touring. No. That's a know. quick
0: way to a divorce, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: but I also think, like, his goal and my goal, I think long-term, was, was always to be producers more than... Absolutely. Like, you just like, started you, off as DJs in Chicago, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a natural progression in electronic music for the most part. Absolutely. Not always, obviously, there's always the bedroom producer that turns into DJ, but, yeah, you know, for the most part, like, especially if you came up in Chicago or anything like that back when we did, like, yeah. you started, you DJed, and then you, like, if you wanted to continue in a different way, like, you made music after that. Otherwise, you're just, you could keep DJing for sure, but, yeah, like, it's tough. yeah, yeah, it is, but, yeah, no, I mean, we're very focused on the music right now, and
0: it's really nice, actually. Yes, there you go deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz man, sometimes I feel like I'm fucking holding my breath. I have been realizing more and more how important it is to stop and smell the roses. You know, like we're in an industry, we're in a fucking world where it's go 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 go. Social media yeah. post, post 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 post. Content content content. Release release release. DJ DJ DJ. Tour tour tour. Party party party. And it's like dude, like I need to be proud of where I'm at right now, and and all the highs and lows, and um, yeah. and I I think you guys have experienced that too, and I want people out there to know that like it needs to be like this.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. A lot of people think it goes straight up, but it really doesn't. Like it's very, it can be, it doesn't have to. Or I should say some for some people it, it happens, but for the most yeah. part. Even those people that it seems like you it happened too
1: fast. It could be dangerous too. Yeah. But yeah. and
3: even, even most of the people that you see, like go straight up, we're actually doing it for a very long time in some other way and failed a bunch before that too. So like, like
1: I can only imagine the pressure a guy like a craze has. So I'm sure he'll
0: be. Like, oh my God, dude. I talk about got, that all the time. You know what I
1: mean, like I'm sure you didn't expect to skyrocket to where, and I'm not, not a bad problem to have, but then you, sure. know, you run into the, the pressure of like, okay, now I got to compete at this level. Not that he wasn't, at, you know, that he can't, but that I'm sure it was just a big jump, you know. So he has a
0: lot to live there's up. There's a lot to. less room for error. Well, just a sexually. lot. You know, after
1: you have a record hit so big, there's lots to live up to, and I'm sure he will. I've heard he's a great guy. I've never met him, but yeah, you know, I'm rooting for him. Obviously, I think it's fucking cool. Yeah,
0: um, but uh, yeah,
1: you, you know, just it's uh, it's it's tough either way.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and on that note too, I mean, I feel like that. Do It To It has done something really, really special for house music and like the mainstream, you know, like with the power of TikTok and that song. I mean, that is, if you took off the vocals of that, that is a true Tech House song, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay he started off as a dubstep producer actually i don't know if everyone yeah, know. knows that dude these fucking dubstep producers that become house producers we're so fucked like yeah. <laughs> they yeah. get low end like we'll never get it <laughs> yeah
3: and their yeah. sound design is just so creative compared to like regular <laughs> house producers like we're all making like synth plucks, and they're yeah. just like just doing the craziest shit of all time you're like okay yeah, <laughs> yeah they're
0: like uh dude nah, i don't i don't do that it's like, fuck. yeah
3: <laughs> yeah no it's pretty cool to see that though they're like their worlds clashing into the house world.
0: I love it. I think it's great. And that's why it's such a special time. We were talking about it before in dance music, right? Like the rise of popular trends right now and music industry is always full of trends. And we've all experienced it. I think we talked about it last time, right? Like the EDM boom in 2011, let's just start with Avicii levels, right? That just catapulted everything. Then you have Alesso Calling and then Flostradamus Original Dawn and then these dubstep artists like excision blow up and then you've got progressive that had a great run. And then, um, we start to get into more Kygo and mainstream stuff like that. Right. And it becomes commercial, but house music has always been going like this. You know, I know you guys love house too. We're, we're all from the home of house and, uh, it's just interesting now because people like Chris Lake, Fisher, Sonny Federa, John summit, green velvet, right? Like people that are new and old are bigger than ever. A yep. simple question why do you guys think that is
3: i think it's just good timing like with everything like like you, what we were talking about earlier it's just like music comes and goes in cycles yeah and, you know like i said though like where we feel like dance music's in a good spot right now overall like yeah house music is one of the oldest forms of it mm-hmm. dance music goes so like you know there's a reason that like it well, stays I feel prevalent. Like-
1: I feel like electronic music has struggled in the past couple years and now it's like re-peaking, but the taste has moved to like underground taste. Like Mm -hmm. that's why that stuff is doing better. Like it's not as cool to like like crop crossover electronic music, maybe, which I we kind of sometimes fall into, but like more like just like, you know, dubstep's still doing well too. But it's just like absolutely underground like kind of stuff um which i guess it really the, like john summit isn't even underground anymore but <laughs> he was.
0: right i mean it happened that, so quickly
1: right yeah that that type of like like taste i think is just like getting crazier and crazier i think that's where things like real like techno like heavy techno and trance even and like drum and bass will see like
3: their some, moments, their
1: moments like soon yep. like sooner yep. than like you know future bass will come back or yeah or, or like uh even like, you know, Skrillex style dubstep, which I don't know if we will ever see that again. We Uh, might not. But yeah, yeah. I just saw John John Summit both, both weekends out there. He was playing after the set that I was that was at both weekends. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's good to see him. And I'm always like, dude, just every time I see him, like, just fucking so proud that you're out there repping Chicago like
0: that. Sick. he is repping Chicago, man. It's awesome. I mean, I think there's so many reasons. I agree with you guys both wholeheartedly. Now I look at like our generation, like the 27 to 35 year olds. So that are like still like, uh, you know, the needle movers in the industry, right? Like we did all that shit for years. We jumped and jumped and jumped and now we're still loving it. But we just want to dance now. And I feel like that's one of the main reasons that house is doing so well. I mean, I can't, I can't go to Lost Lands for three days, bro. No chance. <laughs> Pat Sherman, eight years ago, sure, I'm fucking up for it, you know. But now yeah, I'm like, true. no, no, I, I can't do that. But I'm down to go to a house festival or like to the club all night as long as right, I don't have you to just do this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's <exactly>. <laughs> like- that's a
1: good point. It's definitely more digestible for bigger age, bigger range of age groups. Yeah.
3: Right? It transcends more than just yeah. like a certain niche of listener.
0: For sure for sure and i think also during the pandemic like house streams really well because it's easy listening yeah you know like a lot of the live streams you know uh shout out to fucking brownies and lemonade digital mirage insomniac all like house artists blew up i mean we could john summit is probably the best shiny example he released deep end during the pandemic he blew up during the pandemic like yeah because his music is it's effortless to enjoy with,
3: like nitty-gritty like he did the side piece project during the pandemic great and- example for too. grammy like you great know Great example and it all happened during the pandemic not before or after like it was just a byproduct of that but yeah it's
0: yeah
3: i mean it also helps that pop music went house in a way yes with, you know like the david mm-hmm. gettas of the world were collaborating with the sias of the world and making it up yep. and so definitely I- that's the shit on the radio. So then, when you hear like a cooler underground style, you're
2: mm-hmm. like, "Oh,
3: it's familiar and still yeah. good." Like, and then you have the do it to it, which is the perfect blend of the both of those. Where, yep, you're like, "I know this song," and then you're like, "Oh shit, this beat's cool. oh, so it's cool. cool." Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you didn't have that, upgrade, you didn't, it might... like you said, if you just heard the instrumental and you were just a normal <laughs> listener, you'd be like, "Change uh, it. This <laughs> is weird. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like this." <Change laughs> But because it yeah. had the vocal to
0: like tie in what people's interests and likes, so, like it was, just, it was the perfect song for that. For sure. Awesome. I know you know this, but like Lady Gaga's album literally was produced by like Chami, Burns, yeah. Axwell. You know, like if you well, took those cool. Lady Gaga yeah. lyrics off. Uh,
2: yeah. And, yeah exactly. You'd be like, Oh, this
0: those. <laughs> Dude. I mean, they are the pop producers. Diplo is another great example. I think there's just like countless great examples of people. Alesso, another great example. I mean, look at Swedish House Mafia's new album. That yeah. shit is really fucking interesting to me. I guess
3: the weekend's n- newest uh body work was produced by them too. So like
0: makes sense by the that's curious. fucking awesome. Yeah. I like, love that shit. I saw weekend was at like a Lucati house set, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I want yeah. So yeah, I mean, I just it's it's really exciting because uh i really grew into loving house like i was i was like so many of us didn't really get it or like needed to experience it live and then when i did i became fucking addicted you know and and now house music is my favorite type of music and uh it's just like a special time to not only be you know a player in the game but also a fan in the game yep like agreed innovation uh festivals coming back people wanting to dance people being able to be together again like that um that fred again 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 song with black madonna
3: that, that guy's incredible did you see him yeah twice yeah he dude this weekend that
0: looked incredible it was people are jumping to that shit like because they can't because like if you can dance to that but you yeah. can also jump yeah you
3: yeah. can just do that that's the perfect de- definition you can dance to it only- <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: really it's really that's chill really one of, overall one of the more energetic moments of of any of the sets I've been to, besides probably the Swedish House stuff, but right as far as like the whole crowd jumping, like up and down, like that, I think that's probably like from front to back of the tent, you know, dude. And dude. so the only other time I saw that besides him was uh, was the Swedish House stuff where everyone you
0: know, mm-hmm. like na 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 Dude, that's <laughs> that shit that made us love it in the early
1: days, you know. I didn't go the first weekend, and I almost didn't go the second weekend uh i, I don't Whoa. know why my buddy's like why would why aren't you gonna go i was like i don't know I'm like i'm down like i'm down so we went and i was like okay that would have been silly to miss yeah Look uh, looked it pretty epic
0: yeah it was. yeah <laughs> god damn my yeah. voice
1: and my uh my voice is almost gone and my body's killing me
0: <laughs> i appreciate you taking this interview even so you know weird. what if you get fucked up on a saturday or a sunday it's always two days after is the worst
1: i've been hung over like i was just brain over. dead I was, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, my brain's working fine. It's just my body, dude. It's like your body. It's fine. It's just like my my legs are tired. Like my is <laughs> tired. Um. So it's not. It's not. It's not like any. It's just crazy. I should. I should be hungover for sure. But I'm, I'm not.
0: Your physiology is all off right now. Yeah, I mean, I
1: have no idea what's going on. I'm probably full of dust. He like, could be in
0: medical journals, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. You stand up from a chair and hear a crack in your hip, you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully
1: it's not like we said, just on set. We're like a week from now. Yeah, I hopefully it's not get delayed on set. And hung over like two weeks after, but I doubt it.
3: It's all right. You're You Just build different.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Special breed. Yeah.
1: You yeah, the B-side.
0: Side. <laughs> That's B-side when <winning>. it Let's go. <laughs> I like both sides, but I definitely like to hang out with B-side. Yeah. You want to hang out late with B-side for sure. B-side plays the wrong music at Electric Hotel though, I hear.
1: <laughs> when he when he went when he went to when yeah, when he went too far uh,
0: off the record. Yeah. He went rogue, full on rogue. And the needle jumped off. <laughs> that's okay they those kids don't know any different my man no oh, yeah no it was, a good, it was a good time anyway holy shit all right so what can you guys tell me about what's coming up other than a baby on the way and another track baby on the way a new
3: track but then uh look out for the album coming out real soon yeah. um we haven't made an official
1: announcement about the whole project but somewhere around july i would say would be good good you know definitely by the end of the summer yeah so, look for you know, a summer just, album on look out for that and um the announcements about the next two singles and uh yeah we're just gonna really start pumping out some cool cool stuff in the next couple yes. weeks some months
0: and some more vips and remixes though oh yeah we're always making those yeah let's yeah. go
3: those are part of the machine like yeah they are that's just the condition of being a producer you know yeah
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know what? that's so fun too like when yeah. you make an original and you're like, yeah. oh, this is going to be really, really fun remixes are going to come out of this. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's the best. Amazing, guys. Boys, it was so great to catch up with you guys again. I really great appreciate it some man. time. Thanks for having me. Um, dude, I fucking miss you guys here. I'm glad one of you is coming back, but um, yep. let's, yeah, stay, well, let's stay in close touch. And for everybody that listened all the way through this interview, thank you. And uh, make sure to go check out these guys' new album. I'm so fucking excited. I'm first in line at a record store, if that's even a thing these days.
1: Oh yeah, Hell we'll yeah. definitely print some copies of records for sure.
0: Yes, I'm into vinyl now, guys. I moved in by myself and I said, I'm watching The Sopranos. Well, <laughs> yeah, bro, 30s. I listen to vinyl now. <laughs> Life's not so bad, though. Like I said in the beginning, life gets better every year. It's true. Hell yeah. Awesome, guys. Much it. love. Talk to you soon and uh, have a great night. Yeah. Have a good one, bro. Later.